Ladies and gentlemen, jesters and fools, gamers of all ages, welcome to Tabletop Clown Society, where we sent the dragon home and the dungeon is closed for maintenance. This is a show where we try out different indie tabletop role-playing game systems by running one-shots for each other. My name is Ray Newman, they, she, and today I will be your ringmaster, or at least I'm introducing our game. And these are my clowns. Introduce yourself, clowns. There's less than usual, but I appreciate them all the same. I got really excited and almost cut you off to honk, and then you started <laughs> talking. You are free to honk now. Honk. Happy Michelle. They then. Uh, I don't know why I forgot my own name. Sydney Claire, she, they. You forgot to honk. We're off to a great start, you guys. You forgot to honk. Oh, fuck. Honk. 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 <laughs> Extra honks to make up for my hubris. <laughs> Florian is not feeling well and is not with us today. And now it is time to address the elephant in the room who is on just a really steep hill. They made like a tower and it's on top. I don't know. Introduce yourself. (laughs) Hi, I'm Alex Kingsley. They, them, and I am today's circus elephant. Our first ever guest of the podcast. Yay! I'm so honored to be here. You might remember Alex as the designer of the game that we played in our last episode, De-Escalation, if you've listened to that one. And if you haven't, go listen to it. What's wrong with you? Thank you so much for my game. You are under no obligation to listen to more episodes of our show. (laughs) This is not legally binding. It's actually kind of the whole thing that you don't have to, but you should though. But like you should. Alex, what do you do? Oh, man, I do so many things. Uh, So I am one of the co-founders of Strong Branch Productions. We are a podcast and tabletop game company. So if you're here listening to this show, probably two things that you like. Uh, We make the sci-fi comedy The Stench of Adventure, as well as the anthology-style weird fiction show Tales from the Radiator. We have our own actual play show called Strong Branching Out. It's kind of like this in that we do one-shots of indie games, but we have guests who make other audio dramas so that you can kind of hear voice actors that you like in a different context. Uh, And in addition to all that, I am also a writer. I have a short story collection called The Strange Garden, and uh, I have a novel coming out next year. Woo! Exciting. Today's game is The Fall of House Prosh, created by Michael Elliott. The Fall of House Prosh is a sci-fi tabletop RPG about noble tragedy and melodrama inspired by stories like Dune, Shakespearean plays, and Game of Thrones. It can be anywhere from one to six players. We're playing with four. It's a GM-less system, so I will also be playing. Yay! Within this game, players take on the roles of characters within three factions. The powerful House Prosh, the maligned House Qatar, and the servants of those houses. So these factions or sections are House Prosh, a prominent noble lineage recently ascended to the stewards of the galactic throne after the emperor's death. You and your servants have left your home planet to take over House Qatar's duties at the Imperial Palace. You must protect and oversee the Imperial office until a new emperor is chosen. You have just arrived. House Qatar, an ancient and cunning house. You have spent centuries watching as others want admiration and glory, but now is your moment. Your forces wait on the dark side of like a Tom Rex's moon. Of course, where else? Yeah. When the sun sets on the Imperial Palace, you will inhabit annihilate your hated enemy and claim the galactic throne for your house yeah we will i love these blatantly sci-fi bullshit names oh yeah oh they're wonderful i also like 
I forgot that all the people in these houses would be fictional characters made for the game. So I was yes. scrolling through the names and I was like, oh, I wonder if I know any of these people. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Not real. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, oh, oh, the people of uh, like a Tom Rex's moon. Yeah, I know them. Yeah. I was like, together. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cass Kotar, of course. Yeah. yeah. Our last faction is the Servants which are described as having served the noble houses since time immemorial. You steward their lives, their property, and the affairs of the empire. You are assistants, guards, physicians, and more. But centuries of service means centuries of secrets and bitterness. As one house ascends and another retreats, who will you serve now? Those are our three factions. This RPG is split up into three kind of booklets, where you would print it on like a piece of paper and you would have one per faction. In each of these, there is a list of characters. This system works a little differently where instead of creating like a character that you play, it's more collective. As a group, we will control six characters. The only rule there is that there has to be at least one character per section. These characters act as more of a pool Any player can play any character throughout the story we're telling. Individual people will create them when we kind of put them in like a character bank kind of thing. Characters are listed in each section. To select a character, you must do the following, which is select a role, which again, under the categories, there's a list of roles. They also come with character names. You choose one. You have to select three character details. Under each role, there's a list of like character traits or little facts, and you choose three. And then you just give the character pronouns, which you can do whatever you want as pronouns work. So true. Yes. <laughs> Get funky with it. Free for all, baby. PSA by clowns. Do whatever, man. Yeah. Gameplay in The Fall of House Prosh happens in scenes. A player will start a scene with two or more characters by stating who they want to be there and how it starts. That same player will state when it ends. Each character in a scene must be played by a different person. But as stated before, who is playing each character may vary. So since there are four of us, we can have up to four people in one given scene. During these scenes, characters will gain or use tokens to do moves, which are different per phase of the game and will be explained in more detail once we reach actual gameplay. These moves can only be used once. A bit of introductory narration to our setting before we start creating characters here. The Emperor... Hakon VI. The sixth? The sixth. sixth? Yes. I think it's funnier to read it as letters. That is definitely because I just didn't know how to read Roman Roman numerals. Uh -uh. Um, (laughs) Uh-uh. The Emperor... (laughs) The Emperor Hakon the sixth has died without an heir. The Imperial throne world Lekatom Rex is empty. The previous stewards of the throne, House Qatar, are leaving in shame. Their rivals, House Prosh, have ascended the other noble houses as new stewards of the throne and the imperial palace. Humanity lives on a thousand worlds. We fold space-time to navigate the cosmos. Noble houses settle conflicts through duels. Prophecies and portents guide both politics and religion. And now the noble houses whisper of war and secession. A thousand years of peace are in jeopardy. That is ripped straight from the game. Wonderful. So, props to the game maker there. It's so fancy and dramatic. Thank you, Michael Elliott. Good stuff. Let's create our characters now. 
I have made the executive decision that each of my clowns and also our elephant will be creating the characters and I will get to do nothing. So we'll be going in a rotation. You do one and then go to the next person and the next person. And we'll go back up to them until we have six. Again, you'll need the role, name, three character details, and pronouns. These are listed in those booklets. We have to have at least one per house, but there's not much more guidelines beyond that. So, Bobby is up first. Okay. So the first one I'm going to pick is a servant, Esme. Um, more specifically, one of the cooks. And then these little details are really funny to me because one of the details is just like sad eyes and then another one's clear <laughs> eyes. Listen for the same character. One eye is sad, the other eye is clear. Yeah, so that's exactly what I was going to say, is that one eye is sad and the other one is clear. And okay, then... so she's a cook. Yeah. And she has clear and sad eyes. Well, yes. it's depending on, you know, which side of her you're standing on, like in the kitchen. You know, if if you're standing on her right side, she looks really sad. But if you're standing on her left side, she stares right into your soul. <laughs> and if the clear eye also looks sad, you know something's up. Yeah. <laughs> if the sad eye looks clear, you're dead. <laughs> Pronouns? Pronouns. For Oh, sorry. I forgot about for, that. For Esme. Oh. <laughs> they then. Okay. Sorry. I also just love these first four descriptors. Quick, docile, small, indebted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, would you like to add another adjective to Esme? She's currently oh. just got the eyes. I, yeah. I was wondering if there was a third one. There was, and I forgot to say it. Um, let's do small, because that's really funny to me. Okay. Just a little little person with <laughs> weird eyes. With sad and clear eyes. All right, Sydney, your turn. We have a servant. I'm going to throw in someone from the house Kotar. Near... No door. What a name. The Kotar Void Caller. Oh my. <laughs> the Necromancer. Someone's got to do it. For traits, I'm going to pick Strange. Okay. Great. Star Ink. Okay. I don't know what that means. Something. We'll figure that out. And Taboo. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> what are the pronouns? Any. Cool. Guess. <laughs> Pronouns, question mark. <laughs> Pronouns, what are you, a cop? Pronouns, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? <laughs> Alex, what do you got? Well, you see, I am a slut for a robot. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Can I say naughty words on this show? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We say fuck so much, it's fine. Hell Yeah. I see we've got an automaton on the servants list. So I'm going to toss another servant in with forever the automaton. Now, there are three career words beneath the character. I'm not picking any of those, right? Just the descriptors below. You pick one career and then descriptors. Oh, you pick one. Oh, I missed everyone yeah. else doing that. And I was like, you well, did. I guess it's all three. Yeah, necromancer <laughs> and cook were the like jobs. Oh, right. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, I really wish it, I could pick multiple because I think it would be so hilarious. Do it. Do, do it. it. Just do it. Welcome clowns. Fuck the rules. <laughs> Fuck the rules. <laughs> we have actually broken, <laughs> broken the rules so- multiple times explicitly to be gay. 
So, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, any game that you need to break the rules to be gay, um, I'm questioning. That's, that that's fair. Homophobic. So they were used car salesmen. They were used car salesmen. They were in love, though. They were in love. <laughs> I love that. So the potential careers for Forever the Automaton are archive, weapon, and assistant. But I personally think that Forever should be an archive, weapon, assistant. Great. Okay. <laughs> wonderful what does that mean don't worry about it yeah yeah well you'll see you know the archive weapon yeah i'm imagining that that it is the assistant who helps with the archive weapon you gotta protect (laughs) your archive you know the archive weapon yeah no the archive archive weapon weapon. uh i'm i'm gonna type the in front of archive weapon so you know that it's a proper (laughs) noun the descriptors that call to me the most are polite, formal, and ancient. Okay. (laughs) Because I would love for someone to describe me that way. It's really the dream. What are forever's pronouns? Uh, I'm I'm feeling an it-its kind of vibe. Cool. Nice. Slay. Oh, it will. The archive weapon assistant. <laughs> it's got the archive weapon. It's it got the slay. archive weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody look out. It's got the archive, the archive weapon. <laughs> I do think the a weapon called the archive weapon <laughs> definitely fits into sci-fi melodrama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, you're fucking telling me that there's not an endgame goal in some like nonsense movie that's we have to get the archive weapon <laughs> gonna shoot you with knowledge and also gunpowder um. <laughs> i love that it's like okay i could have a whole podcast where i just complain about the disney adaptation of the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy oh, however yeah. <laughs> that that whole pl- plot that they added about the gun that makes you feel what the person shooting it is feeling that fucks. That yeah. does fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't seen that movie. I haven't either. It's only good if you forget that it was based on an incredible work of literature. That's fair. I haven't read it either. Oh my god, you gotta read it. You gotta read Go it. Go right, right now. Right now. Okay, Go. Uh, bye guys. Um, These <laughs> people will be running the game <laughs> on their game. own now. <laughs> That's a lie. Uh, but I like the idea that, that the archive weapon is something like that. But instead, it like gives you knowledge that you didn't want to know. We'll find out what the archive weapon does. We'll find out. We'll find out. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying like that's what it makes me think of. Mm-hmm. I'm making an other stuff section in my notes document, and so far the only thing there is the archive weapon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Bobby, make another character. Someone this round needs to make someone from House Prosh. Well, yeah, you're in luck because I'm obsessed <laughs> with this name from House Prosh, which is. Morga Morgane really <laughs> really went out on like the creative limb there with that name. Oh yeah. The Prosh Starwitch, he's a lead navigator. The description descriptors distant stained lips, which I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounded fun and secretive, which isn't great for a lead navigator. No. And then pronouns he him? Yes. Okay, we now have um one in each house so do whatever man can we uh can we canonize things about these characters that are unrelated to the options that we get or uh from what i can tell um we do whatever the fuck we want fantastic news Um, there's a detail in the playing the game section where it says talk about them so each player knows who they are so you can canonize whatever okay great, great 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 
as such, we know that Forever has the archive weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess really that was a question I should have asked before <laughs> I brought the archive weapon into being. <laughs> oh, what if I brought? <laughs> we have Sydney. All right, I feel like we need someone here who's. Uh... Oh wait, no, hold on. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, now I'm torn. I was going to say, it might be good to do the head of one of these houses, but then I saw Taka Katan, mech pilot commander assassin. (laughs) 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 And I've decided that he has all of those jobs. Okay. (laughs) Now, are they all all separate jobs or like forever the archive weapon assistant? Are they one job? Mech pilot, commander assassin. It depends on the day. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. On one day, might be a mech pilot. On another day, assassin. Another one, commander. Sometimes maybe you're commanding a mech pilot assassination. It's just one of those days. It's one of those days. I'm actually, I think I used a he pronoun, but I'm going to switch to a she, her here. Girl boss. (laughs) And she is huge. Violet and bald. Dream woman. Dream woman. I love her already. Marry me. Yes. So we have huge, bald, and what was the other one? And violent. Violent. Oh, right. Those Thank are from you. the game. I thought you were just coming up with these off the top of your head. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, but the other descriptors that you could pick for her are also wonderful, including belts. Hide and leathers. Belts? Fur. Just belts. A real Johnny DeVille type. Yeah. <laughs> I I am adding belts. She has belts, yes. Okay, so Alex. I would like to create Alex. No relation. Of course. <laughs> Alex Prosh, the child. And I see that one of the options for the child is house head. So I would like to canonize. This time I'm not doing all the careers. I'm just going with mm-hmm. house head. Okay. Right. But Alex Prosh is five years old. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> and he I'm going I'm going with he for this kid. Okay. He wears an ill-fitting uniform. And to be clear, this is like like it's an adult man's uniform. This is <laughs> like sleeves dragging oh. on the ground. He's always tripping over his really long pants. He has bad dreams. <laughs> oh. And I imagine that means he is always crawling into the Star Witch's bed at night. For comfort. Uh, and fine weapon. Now, does that mean it is a small weapon? Does that mean it's just a nice looking weapon? That That's for us to decide. It's fine. It is fine. It's fine. It's just okay. It's a, it's a fine weapon. Oh, 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 I see. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's fine. That's, yeah, yeah. it's okay. Maybe he's like always asking people about his weapon. Like, is this weapon good enough? And everyone's like, yeah, it's fine. It's so, fine. Yeah, it's fine, kid. Go away. Get your uniform fixed. Jesus. Uh, there's no Jesus in space. Dig uh, Garzog. That's space Jesus. That's space for Jesus. Uh, of course. To review our characters today from the servants, Esme the cook with clear and sad eyes and, and they are small. Forever the automaton. <laughs> Forever the automaton, the archive weapon assistant. It is polite, <laughs> formal, and ancient, and possesses the archive weapon. From House Qatar, we have Nir Nodar, the Void Caller, 
a necromancer. He is strange, star ink, and taboo. And Takakatan, she is a mech pilot commander assassin, huge, <laughs> bald, violent, and possesses belts. From House Prosh, we have Morga Morgan, the Prosh Star Witch. He is the lead navigator, and he is distant, has stained lips, and is secretive. Last, we have Alex Prosh the Child. He is the house head, he has an ill-fitting uniform, is five years old, has a five weapon, and he has bad dreams. <laughs> I love them all. They're all so wonderful. With our characters established, it is time to roll for clown. Woo! I love that you have, you have a special clown die. We do have the clown die. Yes, the clown die. I will explain the clown die to you. Does it have clowns on it? Yes. The clown die is a black and white D12 that my sister just found in our house, and we do not know where it came from. It has the numbers one through eight, a happy face, a sad face, and two clowns. Cursed. That's a cursed item. That just yeah. appears in your house? Oh, yeah. That is a cursed yeah. item. Yeah. No, no, no. We do not know where it came from. I'm pretty sure that keeping it in my possession is causing me harm. But I, we need it for our show. We do. So. We do need it for the show. The sacrifices you make for your podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. I make so many sacrifices for the podcast. Any, this is what the clown looks like. Where's my camera? Hello, Captive Court of Jesters. Unfortunately, as soon as I held the clown die to the camera to show proof that I rolled, the recording corrupted. As the power of the clown that I had rolled on the die ate the footage, you're just going to have to trust me on this. We rolled a clown. Thank you. <gasps> yeah! Yay! That's what I'm talking about. With the lovely roll of a clown for the day, let's get going. A final reminder from the game. Don't play to survive. Play to make a tragic tale of hubris. I always do. You do. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> That's how I live. I live my life to make a tragic tale of hubris. Exactly. We begin in the day phase of the fall of House Prosh. The first scenes of the game take place during House Prosh's first day on Lekatom Rex. In each scene, the different factions can gain tokens using day moves. The day phase normally ends after six scenes, but as we exist in a shortened format, I'm just gonna give us 45 minutes. The day phase begins with a move from House Prosh. Be loud, beautiful, and melodramatic. As introductory as that sounds, I do wanna take this opportunity to explain the tokens. Yes. For each move in the day phase, you move tokens into your house's like box. In an ideal world where we could all be in the same world. What? In an ideal world where we could all be in the same room. <laughs> Ray, are you in a different world? Yeah, I'm actually a dimensional traveler, guys. And in a world where we were in the same room, this would be represented by 30 just objects. So if you're playing this at home with some of your friends or etc. Or some of your enemies. Seems like a great game to play with your enemies, too. Or some of your enemies. You can just find a bunch of small objects like coins paper, etc. If you're playing online like us, you can do the strategy that I've implemented, which is to make a Google slide and put 30 circles in a box and make three other boxes to put the circles in. So as we do moves, 
you gain tokens to use during the night phase, which I will explain when we get to the night phase. So we have a move from House Prosh, which is our first move here. I'm not saying this is the one that's going to be taken. We have Swear a Vow to Another Noble. And if you swear a vow to another noble, you choose from the three, which are loyalty or servitude, ceremonial right, and formal agreement. If you do formal agreement, no one else can make a formal agreement and you get a token for your house. There are 30. I doubt we will get to 30, but we'll see. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. So I'm looking at the thing. Some of them have like, I'm assuming that the little icons next to the things are representing tokens. Yeah, it's like how many tokens. The ones during the day phase have mostly one, but there's some in the night phase that use two tokens. So the ones in the day phase, they have pluses on them. Do you gain tokens for that and then use them in the night phase? Yes, you're aiming during the day phase to gain as many tokens as possible from the collective pool of 30 so you can make more moves during the night phase. Got it. I see. Yes. So it ta- Oh, I see. It takes four tokens to kill somebody. So yes. Like, so you would need like... to do four. If you're going to swear a vow to another noble, you gain two tokens. Lovely. Uh, I can start a scene. Sure thing. I'm imagining... Oh, I didn't intend these to be the two characters that I picked, but they are the two characters that I picked. Oopsies. Oh boy. We have a little child in his oversized uniform sitting at the house prosh fountain, East Garden Fountain, because there's many gardens with many fountains. Of course. And forever the automaton is serving him tiny finger sandwiches because those are the only sized sandwich that he can fit in his tiny child sized mouth. (laughs) Uh, and, And it's asking. Alex questions about house policy that Alex being a child doesn't entirely know how to answer. <laughs> All right. Who is Alex and who is forever? Is d- who decides this? Two or more players play. You're framing the scene. Says who they want. We could just be the person appearing. You can just assign your friends characters. I assign people characters? We're just going to play go. it that way because I think it'll go faster. Okay. Go. You can also assign um, yourself. For, for, the, for, the, for those who are listening and not seeing, I am doing this at gunpoint. Double gunpoint. Yes. Uh, triple gunpoint. <laughs> um, I would like Ray to be forever and Sydney to be Alex. Okay. Okay. Forever has the archive weapon on its back. I will not describe the archive weapon. <laughs> and Alex is sitting like with his little feet in the fountain and he's eating the finger sandwiches. Are his oversized pants, like, drenched in the Oh, yes. Oh, (laughs) they're soaked. These pants are soaked. Do pants are wet. Do they need to be altered? I don't know what that means. Made smaller. I'm little. My pants are very big. The pants made smaller. Yeah. Can I have another sandwich? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love Thank you, Mr. Weapon. (laughs) No one one ever told Alex Forever's name. (laughs) Forever just kind of nods and like opens up its like chest cavity and it's like a cooler and takes out another sandwich and hands it to Alex. Yeah, Alex shoves the full sandwich in his mouth. When you take over the moon, Mm. Mm -hmm. what are your opinions on war? Um, I think it's bad. I don't think we should do it anymore. But if we do, we win. Because 
we're the best house. We have all the sandwiches, and they don't have any sandwiches. I do think other houses have sandwiches. <laughs> I don't think so. Interesting. All of it, it's all silly. It's so silly. War is bad. And that is me disregarding past conflicts with House Kotar <laughs> for a token. <laughs> move a token. Uh, let me pull up my tokens. Where are they? There we are. We move a token from starting tokens to House Prosh. War has been declared silly by the five-year-old boy. <laughs> I love him so and much. Which, which of the four underdings is this? I'll say lost war. I'll say they once lost a war. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was silly because they lost. I forgot to look at the moves. I have realized that Forever is indeed doing the day move. Surf the nobility. Prepare daily needs. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Through yeah. tiny finger sandwiches. So add a token to servant. Am I going to fit on the throne? It seems like it's probably big like my pants. You will grow I hope so. <laughs> it sounded like there was going to be more to that sentence, and then forever stopped. <laughs> I'm going to be so big and strong. Possibly. I have the biggest pants. Yes. Do you want smaller pants? No. <laughs> no. I just want to give this poor kid a hug. <laughs> if this kid dies at the end, I might cry. Just saying. Oh, yeah. You might be doing this on purpose, but just as a reminder, the person who starts the scene has to end it, or else we're just going to keep going. You just oh, keep going. Oh, I did not know that. I was like, what's the scene? The you decide. Okay, no, that's the end. That's the end of the scene. Done. Yay. Woo. I'll pick a scene. Okay. Esme near. And I don't know how to say the bald one, the bald violet one's name. Takakatan. <laughs> yeah, they're all in the library discussing something that's probably not good. Ray, you can be Esme, oh. Alex, Taka, yes. sitting near. So I'm imagining that uh, it's Taka. We literally just said it and I already forgot. Yes. She's got like one of those classic like war movie maps with little like tokens on it. And it's kind of standing in front of this group of like her warriors. Um, but the, but the, it's just like the, the moon that they were talking about in the previous scene. It's just like the moon and then a bunch of mechs on it. That's the <laughs> whole map. There's like nothing else on the map right. but the moon. That's, and she's presenting her plan to Nier. Great. Esme will use the servant mood. Witness a secret confession or scheme. And that will move two tokens. So Esme is just around. They're, they're planning. So tell me of your plan. I love this silly little voice. The plan, my esteemed void caller, Nodor. Yes. It's devious and intricate. My favorite things. As you may know, I am a mech pilot commander and assassin, and sometimes an assassin to mech pilot commanders. Don't I know it? That means I have many mech pilots yes. at my command. The fuck are they on? I will send those mech pilots to their mechs. Yes. They will fly those mechs to the moon. Yes. They will then attack the moon. Of course. Perhaps consider yes as a diversion. Yes. We, we present ourselves as it's a, it's a peace offering. This is a peace treaty, whatever, but it's actually a bunch of mech assassins. Mm. 
Yes, you you are cunning, Voight-Toddler Nodor. It's my job, and they'll never see it coming. The mechs are a little extra. Ah! Hey, who said that? Who let you in here? This is a public library. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, I, I just saw library, and it, I assumed it was ours. Is this not, we don't own the library? <laughs> this is not our library? What, is that why there's so many old people in here? <laughs> She whips out like a huge gun and starts like training it on the old people. Okay, I'm, hello. Nier's eyes roll back in like his head and there's just slack, like smoke, whatever, just filling his eyes. I will be taking the move, make a joke at a noble's expense from, um, the mechs are a little extra. Great. (laughs) Watch out. Because if you trick me like this again, and get me to expose my devious and evil and well thought out plans this, to the this public. This is a public library, and you've just that you put a bunch me of into going to. I'm yes, I saw it. Okay, yeah, he saw it. You just put a bunch of action figures on a map. This is a cunning battle plan. If you do this to me again, you're gonna you're gonna get what you deserve, and that is. Making a tainted promise oh, to boy. the servants. Nice. Also, I don't know if I'm allowed to move the tokens now or if this would have to be played out in a different scene or we could just imply that it happened, but swearing a false vow to ha- House Prosh with the pretending we're doing a peace summit but actually sending evil mechs. That can be a scene. Can Taka do another thing in this scene? Yeah. I want her to say, listen, I know, I know what we're doing. I know what it is. We tell them. That we're hosting a party on the moon. It's With a the mess? Ball. We're on the moon. Yes. You need to leave. This you is a public space. Right no. <laughs> we're okay. nobles. I don't know who you are. You do realize you're already on the moon, right? Paka is going to take her gun, um, which is an, which is a, an unarchived weapon, and get <laughs> in the oh, library's fuck. roof. And say, everybody, yeah! <laughs> and we end the scene there. <laughs> this library belongs to us now! <laughs> All right. I am going to set the next scene here. Taka and Nier go and find Alex later as, as he's drying off his pants. <laughs> Um, to, to, uh, inform him of this party. Oh, I meant to, um, to, to have them send an invitation to the party, and that was going to be giving House Prosh a vile gift, a sealed letter. Oh, that's great. They're just, like, lurking around the corner as this kid opens the letter. Yeah, I like that they kind of, like, threw it at him and then hid in the hedges. Can we put... Morga there because I do not think that kid can read. Yes, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> Morga is like trying to get measurements for new pants from this kid, and they get a letter thrown at them. And so I will have Alex as Alex, Bobby as Morga, and if Taka pops up, that will be Ray. Okay, so Taka is using the move give House Prosh a vile gift. Also, swear a false vow deception would count here as well, because I was setting that up from the last one. Got it. Great. House Prosh is behind on tokens. <laughs> Come on, kid. Let's see what we can do. 
uh, Alex is going to tug on Morga's jacket or whatever he's wearing and be like, come here, come here. What? What? And he's going to lean in and whisper in his ear, even though there's no one there. I peed in my pants. <laughs> and <laughs> and that, that is going to be confiding a secret in someone you trust. <laughs> okay. It's somewhere between admit guilt and reveal past mistakes. <laughs> okay. So Alex whispers that he peed his pants and Morgan's just like, uh, again? <laughs> You're supposed to tell me when when you have to go to the bathroom. I forgot. It's okay. Let's let's go get you some pants. And that is the moment that a, that the letter just letter just dunks him in the head. Yeah, Ta- Taka like throws it and then runs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's very good at aiming. She is, of course, a mech pilot assassin. She has actually like a letter shooting gun because she shoots so many yes. secret letters at people. This is a hobby. <laughs> the letter the letter slices right through Alex's pants. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts them to the perfect length. Yeah, I think you can. <laughs> it cuts them just right and then lands right on the pavement. Hmm. Ooh, frisbee! We're playing frisbee! No, 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 I don't think. It comes to the letter and goes to throw it back. The letter has an yeah. ominous aura. Alex, Whoa. Alex, don't. What? Don't throw the letter. No. Can I see it? Mm, no, it's fine. Do you want me to read it to you? You haven't made much progress into your reading lessons. First he goes, no. And then he opens it and looks at the letters and sees that he cannot read it and goes, can can you read it to me, please? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Morgan takes it and like sits down on the bed and like gestures for Alex to come sit next to him. and like, let's read it together. Okay. Oh, so it looks like you're being invited to a, a party. For a peace treaty. Why would they want a five-year-old for a peace treaty? Okay. Because I'm the house head, and I am going to take over the moon. <laughs> you are. <laughs> and you're going yeah. to do it so well. Yeah, but no wars. Wars are silly. Of course, no wars. <laughs> wars. We don't, what no do we wars. ever need a war for? Absolutely <laughs> nothing. No war ever. Let's. When is the party? Is it like now? <laughs> I think it's probably like tonight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll make that our night phase. Ooh. Yeah. Morga, Morga, and he's tugging on the shirt again. Yes. Um, I I don't want to go to the party alone. Will you go to the party with me? Of course, of course, I'll go to the party with you. Cause if you go to the party with me, then when I'm when I'm king of the moon, you can be the person you can be the what who, the guy who helps me be king of the moon mm-hmm. yes i will <laughs> i will always help you and look out for you and can that be whisper a heartfelt promise sure reassurance yeah would you like to use the move swear a vow to another noble yeah i was trying to swear a vow to another noble cool prosh gains four tokens prosh is in the lead again hang around guys all right, so who have we not talked to? We've talked to everyone now. Exciting. We will do Forever the Automaton, Esme the Servant, and Taka, who are outside of the library. <laughs> okay. Taka has been banned from the library. 
<laughs> through the power of the archive weapon archive because weapon. for setting a gun off in the library because everyone knows you can only fire archived weapons in the library and the gun was not archived it's an archive it's you've an got archive. only archive weapons it's mm-hmm. obvious so i will give esme to sydney taco to bobby and alex gets forever i will explain this to you again i don't i do not understand what the issue with what i did was that weapon is not an archive weapon this weapon is an archive the doctor who theme song starts playing (laughs) (laughs) these two classes of weapon have a key difference one is intended for the protection of archives and the other is a gun but i was protecting my portion of the archive i didn't realize this was a public space can you not read like i was it says public library on the not front signs and then forever like opens its chest cavity and it has a screen in there that sh- is showing like the municipal law that states that this land is for municipal use and it's yeah. like scrolling its own chest to be like if you see here you will see that the that there is no legal grounding for shooting a non-archive weapon in an archive that is publicly owned i see that was closing the chest cavity as my goes look Just because you and all your noble friends and family have all of your private libraries and your private studies and your private archives or whatever, it doesn't mean that you understand what it's like to be a regular of a public library. And if you can't get with the fucking system, you can leave. And that's saying what our homeworld is really like. In the archives. Forever is going to pull Esme aside and say, may I have a word with you, fellow servant? Absolutely. And when they do that, Taka's just still standing there. They just, like, <laughs> pull aside and just, like, walked away from her. Esme and Forever go back into the library where Taka can't follow us because she's banned. <laughs> I say, I understand that Talking back against your employer puts you in a great amount of danger. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you considered, perhaps, employment with House Prosh? You could be an insider in enemy walls. Interesting. You would be handsomely rewarded. And so would I. Thus, beginning an elaborate personal plot. Cool, Wonderful. Cool. You just hear from the entrance of the library, just like, you know what, I'm, I'm sorry that I did that. Uh, it was my mistake. I'm just gonna go. It was pleasant, as always, to see you. For sure. Esme goes, you have yourself a deal. And then runs back outside. And it's just like, sorry, I don't know what came over me. I'm just really passionate about archives. Um, <laughs> let's go prepare. And forever starts marching around the perimeter of the library holding the archive weapon. <laughs> You know, cocking it every so often. Uh-huh. Is the archive weapon a machine gun? <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, you know. It's the archive weapon. And Esme says, uh, I-, I swear it will never happen again. The, the talk back and all of that. It-, it better not. Making a promise. <laughs> all right. And I'll call that my suggestion for our last and final scene is it is the beginning of the peace treaty ball in quotes 
Everyone is arriving. Yes. House Qatar is receiving guests, right? It's hosting. House Qatar is receiving guests because House Qatar is the moon. So we have Nir, Taka, Morga, and Alex, I think. So it's the House Prosh and House Qatar. So all four of us. Yes. Who hasn't done Taka yet? (laughs) I haven't been Taka yet. Okay, you can be Taka. Bobby can be Alex. I'll be Nir and Alex is Morga. Great. Okay. House Qatar is falling behind on uh on tokens. We gotta <laughs> we gotta catch up if we're gonna do a plot. I'm just gonna for our audience, I will list off where we have the tokens at the moment. For House Prosh, we have seven tokens. House Kotar, they have three, and the servants have six. So there are currently fourteen tokens still able to be gained over the course of this scene. Great. We begin the final scene. So uh, Morga is guiding Alex by the hand. And Morga's been around for a while. So I think he's kind of like, okay, I suspect that something might be up. So he's kind of looking around thinking maybe Alex is going to get poisoned or something. Perceiving imagined threats. Another token for House Prosh. House Qatar has deliberately made the proceedings and all of this actually pretty low-key. It's pretty, like, they don't seem like they have a ton of money or stuff to be working with. They've set up something nice, but it's not a super (laughs) over-the-top show of power. We are showing our house's false frailty. Mm. Taka is wearing some sort of formal uniform. She's still... Formal belt. (laughs) It's her formal (laughs) mech suit. (laughs) her formal mech suit with a belt um, <laughs> still has a gun is it an archival gun it's an archival gun she's learning and leans over to near and is like okay when they get here don't yes. do any of that spooky shit okay they're not <laughs> gonna like it i am a magician of the arts i am not spooky i am just a little strange mayhaps don't I'm do any art spooky no art you hate artists. Morga, who is like already standing right there, is like, no, you're spooky. You're spooky as shit. I've seen it. You're very spooky. Alex like says from behind Morga. It's just like, you're very <laughs> spooky. <sighs> well. Do you have any sandwiches? I can get you a sandwich. The lighting is not helping. She says I can get you a sandwich and like there's a shadow. <laughs> No, 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 uh, we have some tables over there with some sandwiches and charcuterie boards. Alex, don't eat that. I I don't, don't, Alex, I brought you, I brought you a sandwich. They, they were set up by, it was the cook, wasn't it? Yeah, they they were made by our cook. They're very nice. No, I brought, but their sandwiches, they have cucumber and cheese. uh, Forever made this sandwich just for you. It's going to be really sad if you don't, right, Forever? Yes, important sandwich. (laughs) <laughs> well i don't i don't want to disappoint forever it just like takes the sandwich and starts taking like little bites and it's just great job you're a great house head thank you i i try so hard we're just trying to bridge the past misunderstandings i of all people know that we that we come off as not the most approachable and we wanted to extend just an olive branch. If, do you know what olives are? 
Yeah, but they don't taste good. They don't. They had olives on my home world. <laughs> they did not have any olives on my home world. My home world had no plants. We had to synthesize all of our vegetables. Oh, that's very sad for you. Yes. Are you guys all doing moves? I yeah. Think all, I think we're all romantic, uh, nostalgizing about our home world. Name and recall your stark home world for House Qatar. And also for House Qatar, just, um, we may have had our past misunderstandings, but we want to bridge that gap with a, with an offering of peace. And we have a flashback to one time that uh, House Qatar delivered poison food to House Prosh and, like, four people died. <laughs> flashback to conflict with House Prosh. But yes, go enjoy the music, young child. Have, have, a, have, a, have a time. I think I'll, I'll stay here with with Morga, there's a there's well, there's not that many people here. That's shall we move on then to just the signing of the peace treaty? Yes, I have it drawn up. I can go retrieve it. Morga, can you read it to me? I yes, I can read it. Alex is slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> Alex the character. <laughs> Alex the character. <laughs> okay, for a second I was like, "Am I? Do I seem that way?" <laughs> You did this to yourself. You did I was this like, to what? yourself. Um, yeah, so Morga kind of pets his head a little, and it's like, hey, bud, you doing okay? You want to take a little nap? Forever can carry you if you need to take a quick nap. Yeah, there's just, there's a lot going on. And this is a perceived imagined threats, like, anxiety. We did that one already. Did we? Oh, it wasn't anxiety specifically. Oh, can you do the same one, but a different one of the three? I don't think so, actually, now that I think of it. I'm trying to give you an opening here. If you take a nap, you can have a strange prophecy in a dream. Ooh, Ooh yes. That's great. And if, if you'll recall, Alex has bad dreams. True, he does. It's like, yeah, it, a, nap, a nap sounds nice, but you promise not to do anything fun without me? No, nothing It'll fun. Be We're all, all going to be sad the whole time. All, so, it's just hey, papers. Hey, and you, you can't he, are, you, are you in House Prosh? Are you in House Prosh, Taka? I didn't. I didn't. That's ask. not my name. What's your name? I'm Taka. Hello? Are you? Mir. Mir. Are you in House Prosh? No. Mir. Okay. Okay. Then do you get to talk to the head of House Prosh? We invited you we to this. Invited you. Alex has started walking off to wherever forever is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm tired. I'll go drop the paperwork. I'm also going to go ahead and say that in the background, Esme is walking around with like charcuterie boards because she's the cook and is just kind of like staring off into the distance intermittently, pondering whether to go through with betrayal or to stay with what she knows <laughs> and is uh, pontificating on the galaxy. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. This is not a move, but I just want to add that Forever is trying to catch her eye. No, their Ooh, eye. Yes. It, uh, that Forever is trying to catch their eye to be like, so. Oh, I think we've said she an amount of times. Whoops. Retcon all of that. I think, it, I think it was the same thing from the other one where Bobby introduced with she, her, and then went they, them, and we all got confused. Yeah, there's also an amount of moving pieces going on. Yeah. She, they, Esme. We can make yeah, it work. she, they. As we yeah. established in the beginning. Pronouns, what are they? It's space. It's, it's space. It's space. <laughs> it's space where no one can hear you pronouns. 
Make sure no one can hear your pronouns. <laughs> Near lost his pronouns in the void. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, Esme just kind of makes eye contact with... Does Forever have eyes? I'm going to say Forever has eyes. I think eyes. Forever has eyes. And it's it's holding a sleeping Alex and is like... Just kind of nods, yeah. Bobby, do you want to tell us what Alex's prophecy dream is? Go, 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 go. Um, He has a dream of the castle, whatever the fuck... Is it a castle? Sure. House uh, catching fire. Yeah, their their house castle, that's what it is. He calls it a house, but it is a castle. Catching fire, and Morga and him gets trapped in his room. <gasps> no! Oh, no! We shall see. He wakes up and just starts crying and, like, clings onto Forever's neck. Oh, oh and no. And it's just like, there was, there was so much yelling and, and it was really hot. I didn't like it. It was awful. Do you have a sandwich? I, can I can I be forever? Yeah, go for it. Forever is just petting Alex's head, and there's just the chunk as the chest cavity falls open, and then there's of course another sandwich because there was always another sandwich for Alex. There's always another sandwich, and Forever cuts it into these tiny little Alex-sized pieces, and and gives him one one piece at a time, and says, "It's okay. It was Thank just you. a bad dream." It was, it was a lot. It was I'm gonna call the scene here because I think Alex complaining about dreams would be a fun place to start another act. Yes, so we're now we're moving into the night phase. Now we're moving into the night phase. During the night phase, we use the tokens we have accumulated over the course of the day phase to do actions which are night moves. Just like we were taking moves during the day, we can take moves during the night. Instead of gaining tokens, we use the tokens we have. We did pretty good. We got 25 out of 30 tokens into our categories. For Prosh and Qatar, we have nine tokens. And the servants have seven. So is this all, is this one final scene where all the tokens are used? It's scenes again. But it just ends when all the tokens are spent instead of after a set amount of scenes. I see. So we just keep doing scenes until the tokens are done. Okay. So, as the sun sets outside of House Katara's ballroom, and Alex wakes up from a frightening dream of fire, and we begin the night phase with a move from House Katar. Be bloody, bold, and resolute. I can set up a scene. I'm gonna say that... They in the ballroom, there actually is like a celebration. There are people and like dancing and stuff like that. And in the back of the room, they have set up like a kind of podium for the treaty signing. So there's like music and people dancing and all of that. And they are gathered around the podium preparing to sign the treaty. And they being, I think everyone's in this scene. I yeah. Think it's, I think it's everyone. Yeah. Do you want to assign some roles? Ray B. Alex and Sydney B. Morga, Bobby B. I haven't been near. Near. And I'll be Taka and then Esme and um, Forever can pop up as yeah. they pop up. Well, here it is. No more war. Just, just like you wanted. That's it. We're done. There's... No more war? No. 
Not no. I, once you sign this, we're we're good on the whole war thing. Morga is looking at the contract first, like looking it over. Is eyeing Taka and Nier very suspiciously, but uh huh, yeah. Um, you have a pen. I have a pen. Use my pen. Oh no 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 no. We won't be needing your pen. I have a special pen. And That's terrifying. <laughs> Taka so scary. pulls out a pen that is so clearly a detonator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a really that's a really fancy pen. Uh, isn't it? Would you like to use my fancy pen? Yeah. There you go. You just gotta click it to open <laughs> uh, okay. it. Okay. Just give it a little click. Like on the side? No, no on, on the, the top. top. On the top, right there. You the see that, that big uh, red pen? Maybe, maybe. Why don't you give me that pen? Why don't you no, give no, me no. that pen? <laughs> Alex, your, Alex? You, know, you get to keep the pen. Alex, yeah. give me the pen. Okay. It's just for you. I get to keep the pen? Alex? You get to keep the pen. That can be your Alex, pen. Alex, give me the pen. It's mine. Alex, it's my pen. Just open it. All no. you have to do is click it. No, it's mine. Are you going to click it? No, it's mine. For the listeners at home, Ray is cradling this pen close to their chest <laughs> like it is a precious jewel. Yeah. Taka is going to get fed up that this sneaky little move didn't work and be like, all right, kid, just click the fucking pen. And and <laughs> uh, is going to reach reach for the pen and try to click it herself. Oh my god. See, the issue is all of the moves are like, die, and I don't want to kill the child. We'll figure it out. It's okay. I haven't even been looking at the moves yet. There is watch powerless as your house is ruined with the subtitle explosions. (laughs) So... The pen pen gets clicked because Alex is trying to pull it away. Does something explode? Yeah, I'm imagining the back wall explodes, revealing the giant army of mech troops, which would be Kotar revealing overwhelming might. So that is two from Kotar and one from Prosh. I also think that Taka might use this as an opportunity to monologue. Um, uh, fucking great. go for it. Go for it. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't know that I necessarily want nope. to monologue, but go. All right, all right, here we go. You foolish child. You thought that you could stand up to me, mech pilot, commander, assassin. That's a cool yeah, job. That's a job. That, you, you bet your very tiny ass that's a real job. <laughs> and I do it, and I'm amazing. When I heard that they were putting a child on the head of House Prosh, I laughed. And you know why I laughed, little boy? No, don't answer that. Don't answer that. I'll tell you why I laughed. I laughed because I knew that a child is something I could squash under my neck boots. I've done it before and I'll do it again. So in the words of my great Great, great grandfather, the first mech pilot commander assassin. Yeah, I did. Why is yeah, the I world d- exploding? All of my ancestors were grandfathers. All right, I'm the first woman in my family. What? <laughs> I <laughs> are you a clone? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, you, I am a clone. You, whoa. Okay. Mir's <laughs> just like, wait, you're a clone? I want to go home. You Kotar devils, you throw the balance of the entire galaxy into jeopardy 
And for this, House Prosh is declaring war. Oh. <laughs> and that is going to be showing the emperor Empire's future to be in jeopardy and is just going to pick up the child and try to start running. Oh, we're just going? Okay. Taka will give the signal for the mechs to shoot, and they're going to shoot now the front of the building, so it kind of caves in, so you have no way to get out. I want to go home. And that Oh, that was destroy something on Lekatorn Rex. Great. Oh, I guess I've also broken a pledge made during the day. But you did. <laughs> you <laughs> sure did do that. That yeah. kind of just inherently got made. Okay, so we moved to from Qatar. The, I'm gonna say that the mech army has started moving in. Yeah, I I think presumably they have, and like I think that the Qatar's invited a lot of people to this party, just thinking it was a party. So now there's like a huge crowd running and screaming and like climbing out the windows, and like it's just mm -hmm. a mess. They were very willing, I think, to sacrifice their own people just for the hell of it. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Forever is gonna. I'm gonna switch over to him and run up to Alex and Morga and just be like. I know a way out of here. Just follow me and use Escape the Imperial Palace or wherever the fuck they are. Ooh, I'm gonna hop on that. I think that Esme is gonna be like, wait, let me join you. I'll protect you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And betray her house. Yeah. That is all of the servant tokens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, now the servants can't die. Now the servants can't die. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Alex is being carried. Morga sees all of the chaos and everything that's happening around and was holding Alex, but hands Alex off to Esme. What? Keep the boy safe. He is our future. Where are you going? I'll hold them off. Go. Esme bows and says, you have my word. No, but who's going to fix my pants? I will fix your pants, Alex. Don't worry. <laughs> Forever says as, like, as <laughs> <Okay>. it's running. <laughs> it's like, we got to keep going. And as the three of them run off towards whatever exit point that they know of, Morga is going to draw all of their, like, fire, sacrificing themselves to save <gasps> someone else. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's just I... me who has to use five Prosh tokens. <laughs> uh, can I point out that Alex has not used his fine weapon? Alex has not used his fine weapon. I don't want to kill the kid. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is I, I is there a way that he can use it without? I can't use all of the tokens without dying. No. The kid has to die. Because you sacrificed yourself. The kid has to die. Do you want me to change it? I can change it. I can I can I do a, a second of of metagaming here? Yes. We have to have Alex join House Qatar, don't we? I see I don't think we have to if Morga kills someone while being killed in kind. Dies facing overwhelming odds, gets captured by another faction, and we, we uh, can just uh, use all of the tokens. all of them at once. Because we could we could just say like Alex and Esme and Forever make it out. Morga hands Alex to Esme, and they run off and they escape. Alex maybe hands off his fine weapon. Yeah, Alex, Alex yeah. as Morga's running. Cause here here you go. It's for you. War is silly, 
but you're not. Go get him. <laughs> War is silly. You're always going to be my king, kid. Ah, go get him. Goodbye. Goodbye. And they're gone. A single tear rolls down Morga's face. And then he faces the room full of mechs. The mech... What, it, what the fuck? Mech pilot commander <laughs> assassin. And the void collar with Woo. his fine weapon. And says, you want the kid? You're gonna have to go through me, fuckers. Uh, and it's just gonna start blasting. Yeah! <laughs> now, who... I have a few important questions. Who is playing who in this scene? Because it seems like a new scene. This feels like a new yeah, scene. New scene. Yeah. New scene. New, new scene. scene. So uh, someone's got to cast. Okay, I'll, I'll cast. And then also, what what is the weapon? What is the fine weapon? Okay. So we have in the scene, Taka, Nier, and Morga. Because Alex came up with this plan of taking out all of the tokens at once, I'm going to hand Morga to you. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I'm honored. Who was just, who did you each just play? I was just near. Okay, I'll have you be Taka, and then Ray is near. And I'll, I'm the mech army. <laughs> yes, yes. You're the mech you army. play uh, every single mech. Yeah. yeah. What is the fine weapon, guys? I'm imagining it is literally, and this probably is what it was, in, what it was intended to be for a fine weapon, like a very thin dagger. Yeah. yeah, I was imagining like a classical, like either yeah. like a thin sword or a dagger. Like it's clearly meant nice. to look fancy, but like it also works. It's more ceremonial than like it's more ceremonial, but like it is effective. It's like it was made for a kid to carry, so maybe it's like so rounded have you all seen on the edges, but it's pointy at the end. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know how they open up and they like are like lasers. Yeah, yeah, laser dagger. Yeah, Alex didn't know it was a laser dagger. Yeah, <laughs> Alex was like, "I just got this little. I just got this in the mail." Dagger. And and Morgan's like, "Oh my god, the legendary laser dagger, <laughs> <laughs> the last Prosh family heirloom. It's been missing for years. It's from the weapon archive." <gasps> oh, we should totally retcon that forever has handed off the archive weapon <gasps> to Morga as well. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I got this. I got the, the go, archive go. weapon yes. and the dagger combine into one mega weapon. Yes. yes! It's a fine archive weapon. It's a fine archive weapon. It was the secret missing piece. Morga is kind of like looking around, kind of taking in the destruction as the the ballroom burns because I imagine, you know, the mechs are shooting and now the curtains have gone up in flames. And he says, my God, it's just like Alex prophesies. <laughs> Thus, witnessing a prophecy or omen fulfilled. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know what? <laughs> if I do that, then I won't have enough tokens to whisper a final portent as I die. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> We'll look at this at the curtains and say, "My God, this feels familiar, but I don't know why." <laughs> <laughs> and then cock the archive weapon, weapon the the, the uh, fine archive weapon, and say, "Get archived, you bitch!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and shoot near with the archive weapon, thus implanting unwanted information in his brain. Oh my oh, God. No. I'm I'm trying to to kill kill and be killed in kind. I, I, to be clear, yes. Oh shit! I was creepy, and he dies, and that is um, show your true weakness. 
Also, I think sacrifice yourself for someone else still counted, even without dying from that yeah. last one. So yeah. two tokens out there. Oh, okay. So then I witnessed a prophecy and now kill and be killed someone in kind. We're and good. we're done on House we're Cross. Done. I so don't even need to witness a portent. We have three <laughs> tokens from Qatar, Bobby. Oh, shit. You're the only one alive. <laughs> well, uh, Morga hasn't died yet, so you gotta kill Morga somehow. Yeah, I'm looking. Are there any night moves left for House Qatar, though? Yes, they have uh, make a speech upon the galactic throne, show oh, regret in yeah. word, deed, or body. I guess that given that House Prosh is only going to be one kid and a robot and maybe a cook, it seems like while they survive, they no longer hold the galactic throne. So perhaps now... Kaka can claim the galactic throne, thus making a speech upon it. Yes. Now you gotta show regret. And show a little regret. <laughs> show a little regret. Yeah. Give us a tear. Damn, I didn't take this throne sooner. Yeah. It would have been so easy. He's five. Could <laughs> have taken it when he was four. Uh, I think also, T Taka probably regrets that Nier died. So she climbs the throne as like everything's burning around her and it's just like this is all mine i've won i i did it all but i've lost my greatest friend morga is gonna take alex's like whatever he used as like a crown or whatever and like throw it on the ground and be like take it if you want it so badly this is the cost is this what you want to pay then fine Take it, it's yours. The mech army is closing in. Taga like picks up the crown and it's just like, it was worth it because your house is a child that I don't think is gonna make it out of here and just puts the crown on her head and starts laughing in a slightly freaky way. Like she's lost it a little bit, I think. Morga is gonna shake his head and right before he gets torn apart by the mechs say, if you think that Alex isn't gonna make it out, then you don't know forever the automaton. Yeah, and the mech army consumes Morgan. Rips him apart. And we cut <laughs> scenes. We cut scenes to the archive weapon flying like Thor's hammer back to forever the automaton. Yeah. <laughs> forever says, Morga is dead. <laughs> when the hammer returns, to forever, who is running the away. Hammer? It's not a hammer. It is not a hammer. The archive weapon returns to forever. The fine archive weapon. The, the fine archive weapon. It, 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 it becomes two weapons again. Forever turns and looks back at the crumbling ruin and just gives a somber nod in honor of Marga's sacrifice. And Alex looks to uh, Forever and the burning castle and just says, um, can I, can I have, an, can I have another sandwich? Oh my dear Alex, <laughs> you can have as many sandwiches as you want. Yes. <laughs> well, that was the fall of House Brosh. What are our thoughts on that? That was so fun. That was really cool. The character switching is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, the character switching is neat. Uh, I really wish we were playing this in person because I feel yeah. like having the physical tokens, but also having like a pen and paper and stuff to be able yes. to keep track mm -hmm. of who has played who before and stuff like that. Yes, I agree. Just to yeah. even it out would be cool. 
I do think, as much as I love our formatting, I do think having not a time limit and just being able to kind of know that you could go forever would add a lot to the like drama of the game we don't get into drama a whole lot here on clowns no (laughs) we we got a taste we got a little taste yeah like this was both funny and moving like i actually thought this was a sweet and i think that this this game does something that i really really like because a lot of games don't do this which is giving us both a structure for character. It gives us a really solid basis of a character while allowing us to build off of that mm-hmm. and a really solid basis for narrative. The way yeah. the like scene yeah. structure and the day-night structure makes it so like some games just feel like it's like, here's the world, go. And this makes it so like, no, there is a story and it's built here for you, which is really nice. Yeah, despite there being like predetermined like quote-unquote things that happen with the moves, you can control how it happens really yeah. easily. Yeah. Yeah. Referencing us metagaming the hell out of not killing the child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worth it though. Worth it. Yeah, we it's great. It. And I think it does a good job. Like as a as a GMless system, I think it does a good job at giving you incentive to play all the sides of it where like you are mm-hmm. the heroes and the villains and the other people and they both get like fleshed out yeah you play like kind of all three so it's not like you're on a side you're just like when yeah. like when i'm in house guitar i'm gonna get those guitar tokens but if i'm out fuck you <laughs> one thing that i've noticed when playing rpgs where there is where it is pvp it's like kind of yucky feelings like i don't mm-hmm. like losing in an rpg which happens yeah. sometimes yeah. when you have you know setups like this where there there has to be a loser and it feels it's so much different than losing in any other game because in an rpg it's like no you were that person yeah mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't feel great so the fact that we're all do building it together and it's this collective yeah. narrative where we're not mm-hmm. winning and losing we're just building a satisfying story is yeah. much more satisfying yeah. i really fun. just liked that we got to all like work together on the story and it wasn't yeah like yeah. that is one of my favorite things about like gemless games is it's just like and we're all working together to make the narrative mm-hmm. and we're not just yeah, like no, that was a lot of fun yeah cool game Alex, where can people find you? People can find me on the internet, usually at Alexy Quest. That's like Galaxy Quest, the movie, but with my name in it. That's on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, etc. And Instagram, I am Hitchhiker's Guide to the Alexy. Uh, you can also find me at alexkingsley.org for more information on my work, writing, etc. And you can go to strongrangeproductions.com to learn more about what our company does. Reminder that we were playing The Fall of House Prosh, created by Michael Elliott. You can find this game at notwriting.itch.io. It's $5. You can also pay more if you would like, but that's the base price of the game. Do we have anyone we want to threaten, guys? Uh, oh yeah, As a, for Alex information, every episode we threaten somebody to come on our show. Love that. Like a particular person? We pick someone. Yeah, anyone you want. It could be episode relevant or not. <laughs> Frank Herbert. <laughs> Excellent. We're threatening Frank Herbert today. You heard it here first. Get on the show. Get on the show, you coward. Dead, I think. I know. I was going to say, I don't care if you're dead. And then I was like, I'm not sure if he's dead, actually. <laughs> Is he dead? He's very much dead. We threatened him into the grave. He died because <laughs> he, he, he didn't, he didn't come on our show. No. <laughs> because we threatened him. 
he died because he never went to tabletop clowns on Twitter yeah. and Instagram. Or don't let this be you. Let's not. Let's <laughs> let her we can't. We can't. That man died in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pierce Brown. Pierce Brown. Author of the Red Rising book series, which is very much like space melodrama factions nonsense. All right. Pierce Brown, if you want to come on our show, you can find us at Tabletop Clowns on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And shoot us an email at tabletopclownsociety at gmail.com. Along that, if you know the origin of the clown die, please do also contact us. I have no idea where it came from. I've tried to look. I cannot find it. Maybe it's from another dimension. Who knows? Give us a rating on iTunes. And if you'd like the show, tell a friend. That kind of support goes a long way and would mean a lot to us. Additional reminder that we have a Patreon now. Starting as low as $5 a month, you'll gain access to a Patreon-only Discord server where we hang out and do listening parties, versions of our episodes with video, shoutouts at the end of episodes, and some higher tier rewards that range from submitting character names, access to DM prep notes and character sheets, and then all the way up to choosing a game for us to play. If we reach our first stretch goal of 75 patrons, we will record and release a mini-campaign continuation of our pilot episode, Brindlewood Bay, that will be exclusive for Patreons of any level. Any money you give will go directly to helping us keep the show going and make it the highest quality it can be. Check out the rest of the tiers at patreon.com slash tabletopclownsociety. A massive thank you to our patrons, Gil the Smiling Cryptid and Bobby's number one best big sister. Thanks for coming to the circus! There was an elephant here this time. That's not what elephants sound like. It wasn't too far off. I can't do an elephant impression. My only impression is R2-D2 sliding across the floor. Do that. Or maybe that's what do elephants that. sound like. <laughs> Good job, guys. Honk. 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 Alex, honk. Oh, I have to honk, too. Uh, honk. Honk. <laughs>